Blog Talk Radio. And the and
and I will bring you in. We don't want you to give your name because we don't want you to put your business on Front Street. We don't need to know all of that. We never know who's listening to this ministry. This is a worldwide ministry, and people listen all around the world. So we don't want you to put your business on Front Street. We want you just to give your prayer request and your location because we like to know what part of the world that we are touching with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. I don't see anybody with the hand raised, so we're going to keep it moving. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and do a general prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God, that you will have mercy upon thy people, O oh God, all over the land, Lord. Lord, have mercy upon us and hear our prayer, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, Almighty God. Lord, we just thank you that you're able to do all things for sale. We ask you to meet the needs of every person under the sound of my voice, whatever that need may be. Let all bills be paid, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we pray, Father God, that those who in need finances, O oh God, that they will not worry, but they will just give it to you, God, in the name of Jesus, because you promise in the word, O oh God, that you will provide our every need, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, O oh God. And we thank you right now, God, that every need of your people are met throughout the land, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray right now for your divine covering over the churches of God, the people of God, even now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord. We pray for comfort in this hour, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, for so much fear is roaming the land, O oh God. But you told us to let not our heart be troubled, O oh God, that we believe in God and also believe in you. Let not your heart be troubled. Whatever that thing is, you can't change it. So stop worrying about it and just give it to Jesus. Lay it down at the cross. Cast all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. You don't need to carry it. Give it to him because he's already done carry it. Just believe in what he said. And he will do just what he said he can do. And, Lord, we just thank you right now, God. We just pray for a spirit of peace among your people, Lord, and all through the land, God, in the name of Jesus. We pray for healing and deliverance in the land of your people, O oh God, all over the nation, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, help us to pray for your word declares, Father, if my people who are called by my name will armor themselves and pray that you will heal our land, God. And we must pray, God. In the last and evil day, we must pray without ceasing. And, Lord, help us to pray not just for ourselves, Lord, but to pray for others, oh, God. Pray for souls to be saved. Pray for souls to be healed and delivered. Pray for others' families and finances and other things, oh, God, that you put on our hearts to pray, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you and know that you said in your word if we ask, then we shall find it. If we seek the kingdom of God and all of his rights and all the things that we need, they shall be added unto us because you know that we have need of these things. So it's need not for us to worry. Don't worry about what tomorrow will bring. God already knows what tomorrow will bring. We just got to trust him and believe him and know that God is able to do what he said he should do. I hear you. I understand. You say, well, Woman of God, you don't understand what I'm going through. 
No, I may not understand it, but God does understand what you are going through. And if you will just give it to him, give it to Jesus, give it to the author and the finisher of your faith, if you will have faith to see beyond what you see in this very moment, God will open the door for you that no man can close. you got to believe it. You've got to live by faith and not by what you see, not by what you hear, but live by the word of God. Began to read the word, hear the word of God. Read it out loud to yourself so that you can hear the word of God. We pray for your comfort and your peace right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that you would give this person a peace of mind, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you that you are able to calm the storm, God, and we ask you to calm that storm, God, that's raging in this person's life right now in the name of Jesus. Let them not give up, God. Don't let them, let them not throw in the towel, God, but to trust in you in all things. And, God, we give you praise because your word says giving thanks unto God in all things, and to our Father and the Lord, and our Lord Jesus Christ. We got to be giving thanks no matter what season we're in, giving him thanks in all things to God and the Father through Jesus Christ our Lord. We got to believe it. We got to live by it. We got to have faith in the midst of the battle, in the midst of the storm. We got to keep the faith and keep it moving. Lord, we thank you, Father God, for your love, your grace, and your mercy that are new towards us every day. We thank you for keeping us from falling. We thank you, Father God, for keeping us in our going in and our going out, God, in the name of Jesus. I ask you to bless the body of Christ even now, Lord, with winning inventions, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Show them how to use the money, the money that's coming, Lord. We just thank you right now that they will use it for the purpose that you have intended for it to be used for in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask you to help us to be good stewards of the resources that we have received in the Lord. Help us to be a witness for you with boldness, oh God, in these last and evil days, oh God. We give you praise and honor and glory, and we call it done in Jesus' name, and it shall come to pass in the mighty name of Jesus. It is so, and it is done in Jesus' name. Amen. The word of God today will come from St. John, the ninth chapter. Amen. St. John, the ninth chapter. Amen. And I do want to encourage you in your devotional time to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. Amen. I'm going to just read from verses uh, 1 to 13 today. But I want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. And the word of God reads, And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin? Did this man or his parents that he was born blind? And Jesus answered, Neither have this man sinned nor his parents, but that the work of God should be made manifest in him. I must work the work of him that sent me. While it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. And as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And when he had thus spake, he spat on the ground and made clay 
of the spittle. And he anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay and said unto him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing. The neighbors, therefore, and they which before had seen him, that he was blind. Is not this he that sat and begged? Some said, this is he. And others said, he is like him. But he said, I am he. Therefore said they unto him, how were thy eyes open? And he answered and said, a man that is called Jesus. And he said, a man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed my eyes and said unto me, Go to the pool of Siloam and wash. And I went and washed, and I received my sight. Amen. May God have a blessing to the readers and the doer of his holy word. Amen. To God be the glory. The title of the message today is, uh, believe for it. This is part two. I mean, part part four of the series. Amen. Believe God for it. Here, Jesus was passing through, as we've been talking through the other message. Jesus was sent by God through the different towns, and there He healed and He delivered people. He set them free, and the Word tells us that that Jesus was sent by God to do the work. He was sent by God to do the work, to bring forth healing in the lives of the people. And here was a blind man who was born blind. And in this day and time, you know, um, they didn't have the technology and all the different things that we have today that a blind man could be healed. But Jesus would heal the blind man. I believe that the blind man had a whole lot of faith because, first of all, he allowed Jesus to put clay, which he had them spit in, onto his eyes. And then he had enough faith to go to the pool of Siloam where he was sent to wash his eyes that he would come to see and to have his sight. You know, all things are possible if we only believe. If we believe God for our healing, then we can receive the healing. But without faith, it's impossible for us to please God and to receive the healing because the word of God says, and Jesus said in the word, in his healing, when he was healing people, he asked them, do you believe that I can do this? Do you believe that I can heal you? So the blind man, it says to us that he was born blind. No man have ever healed anybody that was blind. But the Son of God healed the blind man. And the Bible says that um, the disciples wanted to know what sin was committed, what 
Why was this man blind? Was it something that his parents did? Was it something that um that his parents had done that caused this blind man to be born blind? And Jesus said, no, 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 that, that's not it at all, in other words. Because, you know, a lot of times people think that because you are going through something or something happened, you know, good things, bad things happen to good people sometimes. And so it had nothing to do with anybody's sin. It had nothing to do about where the, the, the blind man was born or where he come from, what side of track of town, none of that crazy stuff like people today. You got, got something to do with what side of town you came on, who your parents are, uh, that kind of foolishness. That has nothing to do. What what God can do in a person's life that has nothing to do with some what somebody is born with. It has nothing to do with that. The word of God just said to us, and Jesus just said in the red that it had nothing to do with neither the man sinning nor his parents sinning, but for the work of God to be manifest in his life, so God could reveal His power through the work that He did did through Jesus. It's just like today when people are sent by God. You must be sent by God to do a work. And it it is by his power, by the power of the Spirit, that people can be healed, delivered, and set free. But you must be sent to do it. See, Jesus was sent, and he went through all the different towns according to what God had called him to do, and to doing the work of God. And Jesus went about doing the work. That's why he said, I got to do the work while it is day. While I, it's day, I got to do the work. Time's going to come when no man can do the work. So we got to do the work, what we are called to do for God. As Jesus did the work. Jesus did the work. We know that this blind man was born blind, and we know that the Son of God healed him so that God's manifested power could be revealed. It was shown that it was nothing too impossible for God. It was something that God manifested through his working hand, through the hands of Jesus, by that same power, that Holy Ghost power, that spirit of the Almighty God, that healing power, that virtue of healing. And God healed the man from his blindness, and God is still healing today. It is not in the Bible day. It is still healing today, but you must be in the right places to receive your healing. And you got to want it enough to come to Jesus for healing. You got to have enough faith to believe it. You got to have enough faith to go wherever God sends you to get healing. Jesus sent the man. He put whatever he needed. He put the the spittle on his eyes, and then he rubbed it on his eyes. And, and the blind man couldn't see. He couldn't. He couldn't see Jesus. He had to have faith to believe. He had to believe for his healing. He had to believe that he would be able to see. 
And then he had to follow the instructions of Jesus. He had to follow the instructions, and he had to go. Jesus sent him to the pool of Siloam. Where have Jesus asked you to go so that you can be healed? Well, you say, well, I don't want to go to that ministry. Ain't nobody following that ministry. That little old ministry, I don't believe it's of God. Is it of you, God? It ain't God. I ain't going over there. Well, you can't receive your healing where God ain't told you to go. You have to be under the right ministry to receive your healing. And some of us don't receive our healing because we don't want to believe in women preachers. But God's going to make the believers out of some of us. That God uses women by the same spirit that a man has. The same spirit that works and operate in a man is the same spirit that works in a woman to do the work of ministry. He's going to make some believers out of you. Be to God. He's going to show you, show you the women working, doing the work of God. And we got to get right. We got to go where he is sending us so that we can receive healing. What if the blind man has decided, no, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going to fool with this. I don't know nothing about that man, Jesus. He coming in this town. I don't know him. I don't know nothing about him. You know, sometimes God will send a prophet in a town that you won't even know. You won't know the prophet. You might not know that apostle or that pastor or that evangelist or that elder that God is about to speak a word of healing and deliverance in your life. Whatever you need healing in, it may not be a physical blindness like the blind man, but you might need a spiritual uh, sight. You might need uh, healing in your finances. You may need a miracle for healing in your marriage. Because some of some of marriages falling apart and all kind of division. And so we need someone that is sent by God to give us godly counsel so that we can receive what healing we need, what we need deliverance from. Some of us need deliverance from people. Because we're trying to please man and not God. And he sent us in places where we can receive a word of truth. That we can be washed and cleansed by the blood of Jesus. That we can be washed in his word and in his truth. So that our life can be different. So we can start bearing some fruit of righteousness and goodness. But we won't go where God sent us. The blind man went. Well, Jesus sent him so that he could receive the healing. I wouldn't tell if it was a woman or a man, if they sit by God, that I could receive my healing, that I could receive my sight. See, some of us got so many scales on our eyes, we can't see nothing. We can't see nothing. We blind as back. And then we trying to lead somebody. How can we lead somebody if we blind ourselves? Did God send you? Did God send you? Wherever Jesus' spirit is, there is healing and deliverance. If his spirit is not up in the house, if it ain't up in there, there's no healing and deliverance for the people. That's why we got people living all kind of lives, because they are not getting what God has ordained for them to have through Jesus. And that's healing, that their soul to be healed and saved, that their lives can be changed. The blind man's life was changed, and he was healed 
And God manifests his power in the life of the, the, the blind man. You know, you know, here were the people, you know, um, what it said, they were, you know, looking at the blind man. Is that him? That kind of looked like it. Um, is, is, is that him? You know how the street committee do it, you know. And that's the way it is. When you get your hearing deliverance, people will do the same thing. Oh, oh okay, that's Miss Goody too. She now, uh, who, who are they? She got what? When your eyes are open to the truth and when you can see clearly now, and there's no spiritual blindness. You can see the light of Jesus. So we got to receive the light of Jesus. Now, the blind man was blind, but he was no longer blind anymore. Now he could see. In the word of God, he said, I was blind, but now I can see. And so we got to be able to see. We can't be walking in blindness in this dark world that we living in this fallen world, we need to be able to see. And we need to be able to see all things. And the only way we're going to see it, we're going to have to come out of the darkness and we're going to have to come to the marvelous light so that we can see the glory of God, so we can see the manifestation of his power in our lives. Well, we will not see it if we continue to live in sin, if we continue to live in darkness and don't want Jesus. We don't want Jesus. We playing? We got to stop playing church. We got to stop playing church. You know, one thing about the word of God, that it brings forth healing and deliverance. And the Bible says that after the uh, after the blind man was healed, there come the Pharisees. They wanted to know how he received his sight. At first they said, mm, he must not really been blind. So then they called forth his parents, and their parents said, well, we don't know how he got his sight, but we do know that he was born blind as him. In other words, he grown as him. Because they didn't want to believe. And, you know, we got some people around us that don't want to believe in Jesus. We got some people around us that don't want to see Jesus. There's some people that don't want no part of Jesus. They don't want no part of the Holy Spirit. And you got to have all of that to live in this world today. But he told him, he said, you know, I, at first he said, well, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I just know that, that I was blind. And he, he touched my eyes. He said, what did he do? He said, well, they touched my eyes, and, and, and I was blind, but I received my sight. He said, I, I was blind. And they said, well, he did that on a Sunday. What? You mean Jesus did this on a Sunday? You know, they were, they were giving Jesus all kind of trouble in the days. And when you're doing the work of God, people will give you all kind of trouble trying to come against your ministry and a whole lot of other things. But the man confessed that, you know, hey, he, he healed me, and now I can see. And so, you know, they were still trying to figure the thing out instead of believing what the blind man had said. And, you know, the blind man said, well, hmm, I believe he's a prophet. Because, you know, ain't no man never opened up the eyes of somebody blind. And then they said unto the blind man, they said, well, you need to give God the praise. Because we know that this man is a sinner. Now, they call Jesus a sinner. And some people going to call you a sinner when you're doing the work of God. But all of us are sinners. And we all have fell short of the glory of God. But by his power, we can do the work of God. 
and we can do the work to God. And then it goes on to tell you, so he asked and said, whether he be a sinner. This is what the blind man said. He said, he answered, he said, and this verse 25, whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. But one thing I know, that wherefore I was blind and now I see. That's my testimony. I was blind, but now I see. Through God's grace, I can see. I was blind, but I couldn't see Jesus. I, I didn't know the man named Jesus. I couldn't see him. Didn't know him. I was living in dark. But one day, Jesus came through, through my time. And he came through a ministry. Came through this ministry right here. Praise God. Woo! Praise God for Apostle and Pastor Brown with our wild worldwide ministry. Jesus came through my time. And I received my healing. See my sight. It was amazing grace. How sweet it sounds. That saved a wreck like me. I once was blind, but now I can see. I can see Jesus. I can see the light of God. And I can see the power of God working in my life. Because I believe for it. I believe for my healing. I don't know about you, but I was in a place and I said, to God, I said to, to the Lord, this, this something right about this. My life is not changing. And see, at that time, I was in a place. And I wasn't receiving no healing and delivering. I said, like, Lord, this, this ain't something right. Something right. I ain't receiving no healing. I ain't receiving no deliverance. I'm going in this church house every Sunday. And I wasn't receiving no sight. I couldn't see nothing. I was just as blind as everybody else in there. I couldn't see nothing. Well, no Jesus up in there. Ain't no anointing in there. Jesus ain't up in there. But I thank God that he placed me under this ministry and I received my sight. If I could say it this way, I got 20-20 reasons. And I can see clearly now. If you ain't not a God, I can tell who you are. Because I can see. God gave me sight to see. Hey! And I can see. <laughs> hey! I praise God for it. Because I can see. I can see y'all. But I can see now, and I can see clearly now. Jesus healed me, and he wants to heal you, just like he did the blind man. He wants to heal our sight that we may see spiritually, not just physically, but he wants us to see physically and spiritually, to know the things of God. We got to come to the light. Many of us don't want to come to the light, so we want to hide behind sin. We hide behind sin. And sin won't let us come to the light. You know, the blind man, as he, you know, talked to the Pharisees, and, you know, they kind of got mad with him because, hey, they didn't want to believe because they was against Jesus' ministry. You can't be against the work of God. Don't do it. Don't rise up against God's work. Don't rise up against his kingdom, nor his people. Don't rise up against his prophets. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't rise up against him. But they continued to question the blind man and and that opened his eyes and about how his eye was open. And, you know, they really, they really, you know what it really did? It made them look bad. Sometimes people come against you because of work that you're doing. They ain't doing what they're supposed to do, and they ain't doing the way to be on a physical job, where it be doing the work of ministry or wherever. They ain't doing what they're supposed to do, and you, you're making them look bad. 
Jesus was making them look bad because they had a synagogue when nobody being healed in them synagogues. They were getting all kind of money up out in the camp, making the pocket fat, but the people weren't getting healed. And here comes Jesus. You know what? Well, we got to learn how to receive Jesus when he comes. And he's going to come through to realize that the blind man, let's look at verse 20. It said, the man answered and said unto them again, talking about the Pharisees, that ye know not from whether he is where he is, and yet he have opened my eye. Now we know that God, he is not sinners. But if any man be a worshiper in God and does his will, him he hears. And since the world began, was it not heard that any man opened the eyes of one that was blind? If this man was not of God, he could do nothing. And they answered and said unto him, Thou art was altogether born in sin, and does thou teach us? See, now these were those, I guess you could say, theologians, all the ones with the degrees and all kind of whatever they had in those days, and they cast them out because they didn't want to hear the truth. But the blind man was healed and received his sight. And and, and it's, it was a, the blind man said it was a marvelous thing that had God had done by his power because he it was a miracle. It was something that was done, as they say, from the impossible to a miracle, from the impossible to a miracle. You got to believe God for it. If God said it, he can do it. You got to believe it. You can't put God in a box. You got to believe it. And so the Bible tells us that Jesus heard that that the blind man had been cast out of the synagogue, wherever they were. And he found him and said, does thou believe on the Son of God? Do you believe on the Son of God? Do you believe that God can heal you? Do you believe it? Do you believe for it? No matter what you are going through right now, you have to believe God for whatever that you need right now. You got to still believe him for it. You know, he never told us that we wouldn't go through anything. He told us that we would go through many things. And the Bible said many other afflictions, many things will we go through in this life. But we must know that if we believe God for it, we pray for it, then we believe it, then we shall receive it. So we got to believe what God said. And the Bible said the blind man answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast, hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, Lord, I believe. See, sometimes we have to say, Lord, I believe. We need to let that be our prayer. Lord, I believe. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know why I'm going through what I'm going through, but I know that it's bigger than me. Lord, I believe. We need to say that right now. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Lord, I believe. Because God is still in control, and he has all power in his hand. He has not changed. He never changed. So he still got control of everything in this world. Everything is under his control, no matter what it is, who it is, 
God has control over all things. So we must believe. We got to believe for our healing. We got to believe for our deliverance even when we cannot see it. And so we got to believe God for our healing. That's why Jesus was sent. The Bible said God so loved the world that he sent his son so that we can be healed, not just, you know, that our soul can be saved, but that every area in our life can be saved. You know, as I was giving my testimony earlier about now that I can, now I can see when I couldn't see. Because now I'm under the right ministry. I'm, a, I'm, I'm under a ministry that operates in the things of God. They got faith, and I have faith, and so faith and faith work together. So we got to believe it. We got to believe. We got to be in the right place. We must go where God has sent us that we can receive our healing. And once we get in that place, whether it be a man or a woman, that God does his marvelous work through, we got to believe it. We got to believe it and know that God can speak a word of healing in our lives. But we got to receive it, and we got to receive who he sent. That's how many of us miss it. And then some of us get the healing, and then we want to go back in the world. We can't do that. We want to turn away from God. We can't do it. And then we got out there want to sin more. Uh-uh. We can't do it. We got to turn from that sin, and we got to live a righteous life before God. We want to keep our healing. We want to worship God and praise God and give that testimony of our healing and what God has done for us so that others may believe. May believe. And so God does the things and allows things to happen in our lives so that his power can be manifested, things that should have took us out. God didn't let it happen by his power. When people came against him and tried to destroy us, God didn't let it be so by his power. He kept that thing back. He kept us from being in that accident. He kept us from losing our mind up in here, up in here. He kept us by his power. He's an almighty God, and all power is in his hand. And we got to believe him for our healing like the blind man. We got to believe for it. Believe for it. If God said it, you got to believe it. It's already done. Jesus already done died for it. It's already done. You got to believe it. You got to believe for it. You got to have faith to believe. You got to have hope to believe. You got to have hope and faith. You got to believe. So it uh, manifests in your life. You know, some of us are a living testimony for God because we shouldn't be here. And I want to. You know, we shouldn't be here. Some of us shouldn't even be here. And then I mean a physical death. You should be lost in your mind somewhere. Or you're just walking around in the world just living. But, you know, just living just won't do. We got to get it right. We got to get our right life right with God. Get in the right places where God has called you to be so that you can receive your healing. You, We want to dip and dab over here. We want to. Operate in this and that. We need to stop operating in the this and that. Mm-hmm. We need to stop believing right there, but we need to stop operating. We need to stop coming against God's prophet. 
men and women of God, when you stop it, it will not be good for you if you don't stop it. But God wants us to be healed. He wants us to be able to see so that you can know good and evil. That you'll be able to know. That you won't be blind to the thing. The, the blind man came seeing. That's what they say in the word of God. And he was born blind. So if Jesus can heal a man that is born blind, he can heal you from whatever you coming through. Ain't nothing too hard for him. Because God made the body. He knows how it works. He knows how it works. We have got to get our life right with God. And we got to get in that place with God. Wherever God sends you for your healing, your deliverance, don't shut the door to it. You know, God will send a man or woman of God in your life. And it's sad for God to allow you to see the light and then you will freeze your healing. You say, well, I want to be delivered from some things. Well, God sent somebody in your land and sent to place you on a ministry so that you can receive the healing, and you reject it. You rejected your own healing, your own deliverance. See, that's why you shut the door. And went on back, back into the world of sin. And that's what happened a lot of times. We won't receive true healing. Because everybody want to, what they say, you get to come as you are. You know, we, we got everything for the unchurched. But the Bible tells me that we don't get to stay as we are. We're supposed to be healed and delivered. And it is a process that we are supposed to be healed, delivered, and set free. Something is wrong if we do not receive spiritual sight and healing. We ought to have some kind of vision of God and not of the world. Something wrong. Something is wrong if we are not receiving healing on the ministry. That's why I said in my testimony earlier, something was wrong. That's what I told God, something wrong. Something ain't right now. I've been going in and out of this church for years, and I ain't got no healing delivery. I'm going through the same thing, going back to my house with the same problem and issue that some of us on this line and listen all over the world. We got the same issue and the same problem because we refuse to go where God is sending us to receive our healing. Then we don't want to sow into those ministries. We want to take it back to the places where we didn't receive no healing, no word, no nothing. And we want to give our tithes and our offering to those ministries. God is not pleased with that. You receive your healing over here. You see the word of God from over here. Under these ministries. But you refuse to sow into any of these ministries. Holes in your pockets. We got to get it right. We got to get it right. Because when Jesus healed this man and and Jesus went back to him, and he said, well, you know, I'm, I'm going to serve you. I, you know what? We got to start doing that. But we got to be in the right place. We got to start serving God and not man. Follow the spirit in the person. Be led by the spirit. You don't know if they are God. You don't know them by the fruit they bear. You don't know them. But many don't want to change. They don't want change. 
They want the name on the road. They won't say, I'm following a big ministry. I ain't getting no healing or nothing. You know, Jesus walked everywhere he went. When he did his ministry, he had a ministry without walls, and he was doing his work of ministry. God was sending him through the different towns, and every town he went through, he, somebody was healed. The lame was healed. The, he raised the dead, opened up the blind eyes to see. The deaf could speak. He cast out devils. He did all that work. And all was done by the power of God. It was done by the power of God. So God's power could be manifested through the people so people could believe. You know, we we just don't believe. We just don't want to do right. I just don't understand it. Jesus is still healing today. He is still doing miracles today. It is not just in the Bible days. And we need to stop saying that that God don't have prophets and prophetess today. That is not true. God ain't had, that's what's wrong with a lot of churches. Can we go there for a minute? That's what's wrong with a lot of churches today is because we have nothing but pastors in the church. No. God has prophets, prophetess, apostles. Pastors, evangelists, elders, and then the helpers in the church. It's different roles in the church, and different offices in the church, and all of those are important to a church. You got to have all of those. Who are the mouthpieces in the church when you just got the pastor? Yeah, he called him knowing to, to preach the word, but the prophet has a different role. The prophetess has a different role. We need all of that. But where's the evangelist in the church? You all never see evangelists. Where the evangelists at? Where's the elders? Now we're making elders. They're still wet behind ears. Don't know nothing. <laughs> see what that? I don't know. I thought an elder was supposed to be somebody seasoned in ministry. We got to get it right, y'all. Because there are people that are hurting out there. There are people who are sick. There's some people out there, they, they're living and suffering from many things, but they can't get no healing in the church. What's going on in the church house? What's going on? What's going on in the church house? We got Jesus in the building, we said, but ain't no healing. It's no way possible that you can be operating with the Spirit of God and there's no healing. It's supposed to be healing in that. It's supposed to be deliverance in that. People are supposed to be set free for whatever comes against them. They're walking around with all of this sickness and disease and all this stuff, and they're not getting healed. God is not pleased. we got to get back to the work of God. And Jesus says, i got to do the work while it is day. What he said, let's see what he said in verse 4, I must work the work of him that sent me. Now, who are you working for? Is it Jesus or another spirit? Or is it an antichrist spirit? What spirit are you working for? If you work it with the work of God and he sends you some healing, ought to be going on. Who are you working for? He said, while it is day, and I am going to work 
because the night cometh when no man can work. And he said, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. He is the light of the world. He is the true light of the world, Jesus Christ. We got to believe God for our healing and our deliverance. We got to believe for it no matter what it is. There are many things that will come to try to snatch it away, that come to steal it away. The Bible says they will come to steal, kill, and destroy your faith, your belief, and your hope of your healing. You got to believe the report of the Lord. Even though you may get a bad report, believe the report of the Lord. Believe as the blind man did. You know, God did a series with all the blind men because he wanted us to see that he can heal blind. He wanted us to see that he's, he's, he's a God of possibilities. And it's nothing too hard and nothing too hard for him. He wants us to live by faith. He wants us to have that same faith that every one of these blind men had because he knows it's according to our faith that we shall be here delivered and set free. Faith is the key. Faith works if you work it. We got to believe. All the men were blind, but everyone was healed by their faith. To believe for it. Do you believe for it today? Do you believe for your healing? You know, some of us are going through some stuff. And we need Jesus in our life. We need him in our life. Whether we're saved or unsaved. You are saved. You need Jesus. Because whatever you're going through, whatever you need deliverance from, whatever your issue is of life, he can deliver you from that issue. Whether it's backbiting, whole monkey, drunkenness, overeating, lying, stealing, adultery, pornification. He can deliver you from all of those things. But you got to come. And you got to believe for your healing. And that he will deliver you from it. He will deliver you and set you free. If you would just come. I want to do the invitation. Uh, if you don't know Christ, if you would say this prayer with me, Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. I believe you for my healing. I believe you for my deliverance. I believe that you live and you died and you rose again just for me. I receive you this day as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name. If you said that prayer then and you honestly would pray, we believe that you are saved. And so we want to encourage you to, I want to encourage you to inbox me there on Facebook, Voice of Truth, and I'll get with my leaders. Amen. And um, they will help you. They help me. And I tell you, when I came, I was a mess. I needed to be in the right place. And I, I thank God for this ministry, uh, to be up on an anointed ministry of God, up under a powerful man or woman of God that is doing the work of God who has sent them. And so I want to encourage you to get connected to their ministry, amen. Begin to follow these ministries up under Without Walls Worldwide Ministries. 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and do the VOT announcement. I do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today. She is the first half of the Hour Power. They call us the Hour Power. Prophet Martha Williams, Pathetic Corner, is on the air live at 5 o'clock. P.M. Eastern Standard Time to 6 o'clock P.M. Eastern Standard Time. I want to encourage you to follow her there on Facebook. Amen. Follow there on Block Talk Radio. Voice of Truth is the second half of the hour power at 6.30 P.M. to 7.30 P.M. Eastern Standard Time. And we are here every Sunday. So I want to encourage you to get connected. And if these ministers have been a blessing to you, which I know they have, I want to encourage you to sow an uh, uh, offering into these minutes. Amen. I'm going to tell you how much to sow, but God will tell you how much to sow. I want to encourage you to connect there with Prophetess Martha, a powerful woman of God, a, a true prophet of God. Amen. I always come with an offering to the prophet. Amen. But you can inbox Martha there on Prophetess Martha William on Facebook and Martha Williams there. She will get back with you. You just leave her your number there, amen, and she will get back with you. Uh, on Tuesday night, we have for you, my leaders, one word from the Lord on Block Talk Radio, Apostle Yvonne and Prophet Yvonne Ryle and Pastor Joseph Ryle. They're live and on the air at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Tuesday night. So I want to encourage you to get connected and begin to follow this ministry. Voice of Truth has been up under this ministry for seven years, and I want you to get it because under this ministry, I got it. I got my sight. I can see I got my healing and my deliverance, uh, and, and I thank God for them. And I want to encourage you because I want you to get it, too, because God didn't mean just for me to get it, but he wants you to get it, too. And so he wants you to be in the right place. And I want you to begin to follow their ministry. There, you can follow them there on Block Talk Radio. You can also follow them there on Facebook, uh, Pastor Joseph Ryle, or Without Walls Worldwide Ministry, or Prophet Yvonne Ryle or Yvonne Ryle, you know, those Facebook page. You can follow them there. If you have any type of request, you can inbox my leaders there on Facebook as well. You can message them there, and they will get back to you. Just leave the number, and they will get back to you. Amen. And I want to encourage you to sow an offering unto this ministry. Amen. Support this ministry, and you can become a monthly partner uh, with this ministry for an offering of $25 or more. You know, a lot of times we throw away $25. So I want to encourage you to do that, to give unto these ministries of God. You want to serve your seed on good ground. Amen. You want to sow your seed. Because if you don't, you're going to have holes in your pocket. So I want to encourage you to, to do the right thing. And then on Saturday, we have Faith Calm by Hearing Ministry with your host, Elder Evangelist Birthday Ask You, a true elder seasoned elder and evangelist, a praying woman of God, a very powerful woman of God, walking in the way of God, a woman of God's own heart. I want to encourage you to get connected to um, elders' ministry. God is going to do a great and marvelous work through her ministry. And all these ministries that are up on the Without Walls Worldwide ministry. So I want to encourage you to get connected. Connected Elders on the air at 3 o'clock p.m. every Saturday. You don't want to miss it. You want to be a part of what God is going to do in elders' life. It's going to be something, something awesome. So I want to encourage you to, to get connected and stay connected.
connected. And if her ministry has been a blessing to you, which I know it has, I want to encourage you to sow an offering into her ministry. Amen. You know, give, and it shall be given unto thee. Press down, second and yellow, and run it over. Shall men pour into your bosom. So we want to encourage you to do that. And sow your seed on fertile ground. Amen. To God be the glory. We want to encourage you to also become a monthly partner. And if you want to give just an offering, a one-time offering, just hit a person and pass it up on Facebook, uh, Pastor Joseph and Prophet, Apostle Yvonne Ryan, they're on Facebook, and they'll tell you how to do that. Or you can go to the Block Talk Radio page, and there's a button up there, and it'll just take you through the steps to give that offering. We want to thank God for you being obedient unto that, and to God be all of the glory. And we want you to believe God for it. No matter what you're going through, see it by faith, because it's according to your faith that you receive it. Amen. We're going to get ready to get up out of here, and we just thank God for every soul that say we believe in God to do it. Amen, because he's able to do all things but fail. I'm going to go ahead and do the benediction. Now to him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before his presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say, you be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen. God is able to do all things but fail. Believe him for. If God said it, you can believe it. If God said it, already done. You have a great week in the name of the Lord. Stay messed up. Amen. To God be the glory. Be safe. Take care. We'll meet you here next week at the same place, same time here on Block Talk Radio with your host, Minister Lane. Be blessed. I love you.